0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Noom. Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. A group of high-ranking Biden administration officials is traveling to Michigan tomorrow to meet with Muslim and Arab American leaders. It comes as NPR's Asma Khalid reports, as the president faces intense criticism from some in the swing state for how he's handled the Israel-Hamas war in Gaza.
2: The group of officials includes Biden's deputy national security advisor, John Feiner, and Samantha Power, who heads up the U.S. agency responsible for Delivering humanitarian aid. A White House official told NPR that the officials will be traveling to Michigan to hear from the community directly about issues, including the war in Gaza. Biden has refused to call for a ceasefire despite the rising civilian death toll in Gaza, and he's faced some vocal opposition from inside his own party. This meeting comes after Biden's campaign manager traveled to Michigan late last month and some local leaders were so upset they refused to meet with her. Asma Khalid, NPR News.
1: Lawmakers in more than a dozen states are considering bills relating to physician-assisted deaths for people with terminal illnesses. That includes Virginia, where some residents see the debate as personal. Ben Pavier with VPM News has more.
3: In 2022, Barbara Green was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. The 79-year-old has outlasted her doctor's predictions, but says she wants to be in control of how things end.
4: Why would someone tell me I can't do what I want to do at the end of my life. I've seen people in horrible pain and suffering.
3: Virginia lawmakers are considering bills that would give people with less than six months to live the ability to take lethal drugs prescribed by a doctor. Those rules echo laws already on the books in 10 states and Washington, D.C. Critics argue the process sets up vulnerable people to be coerced into the decision. For NPR News, I'm Ben Pavier in Richmond.
1: Europe was already grappling with fallout from Russia's war against Ukraine in terms of its energy supplies. Now, because of attacks on Red Sea shipping by Iran-backed Houthi rebels in Yemen, ships carrying liquefied natural gas are having to reroute. That is lengthening the journey and in increasing costs. Stocks continue to move higher. The S&P coming close to 5,000 the first time ever. More from NPR's David Gura. Ford
0: did better than Wall Street anticipated, and the carmaker forecasted a strong year ahead. And Disney which has been cutting costs and raising subscription prices for its streaming service, also did better in the last quarter than analysts expected. New York Community Bank stock ended the day higher after several days of steep declines. The company slashed its dividend and announced losses tied to its real estate portfolio, stoking fear other regional banks could face similar difficulties. But the lender's executive chairman tried to reassure investors on a conference call with analysts. Alessandro D'Anello said customers have not been withdrawing their money, and the lender's stock closed up more than 6 percent. David Gura, NPR News, New York. The Dow rose
1: 156 points. This is NPR. Senators have voted down an effort to start debate on the $118 billion border and national security bill that was released Sunday. The failure exacerbated as Republicans rushed in recent days to distance themselves from the legislation. The vote was 49 to 50, well under the 60 votes needed to start debate. The bill would have combined roughly $20 billion in funding for border enforcement with military aid for Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is hoping vote on a version of the bill that would strip out the border provisions. Dutch intelligence officials are pointing the finger at Chinese hackers who they believe infiltrated a military network in the Netherlands. It's just the latest example of this type of spying from China. More from NPR's Jenna McLaughlin.
4: A Dutch military intelligence agency is sharing technical details gleaned from its recent investigation into a breach inside its own computer systems. According to the investigators, they discovered evidence of malware in their systems that had previously been linked to the People's Republic of China. The hackers took advantage of a known vulnerability in software sold by the company Fortigate. Luckily, per the Dutch agency, the infected network wasn't connected to the rest of the military systems. The decision to expose the Chinese operation comes at a time when other Western officials are speaking publicly about the danger and sophistication of Chinese espionage. Jen McLaughlin,
1: NPR News. The Biden administration has announced it's naming a top White House aide to be the director of a new Safety Institute for Artificial Intelligence. Secretary of Commerce Gina Raimondo in a statement saying Elizabeth Kelly will lead the new AI Safety Institute. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.